Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, if that has sort of settled you and calmed you, I'm not surprised. It's the choir called Musica Intima, who were guests at the Cork International Choral Festival a number of years ago. That particular track called Les Fleurs et les Arbres. And I am so delighted to be joined live in studio by the director of the Cork International Choral Festival, Peter Stobert. Good morning to you, Peter. Good morning, Anne-Marie. You Thank bring, you for having me. You bring summer because the Cork International Choral Festival always heralds the start of summer with the start of the May weekend we have the lead up into it and in a way you know the cherry blossoms are in bloom people have that sort of holiday feeling for the May weekend and everywhere they go they're going to be meeting choirs singing and clapping on the streets and in various locations so you do herald kind of the official start of summer in Cork we like to think so, yeah, and hopefully the weather will have warmed up slightly as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think the rain's going to hold off for those choirs singing outside. Hopefully that'll be okay as well. Yes. Yeah, there's choirs everywhere, in libraries, in the Clayton Hotel, uh, obviously in City Hall and in, in lots of the churches in the city, and there'll be choirs down in Cove as well for, for our Fringe Festival. So you, you won't miss us, hopefully. Yeah, it's pretty much throw a stone and you'll hit a choir, but that's not what we recommend over the course of the next five days. Starting off on Wednesday, and, and you know, there's always these various strands to the choral festival, which regular attendees will be familiar with. There's all the choral competitions, which attract choirs from all over the country and all over the world. And then there's a whole swathe of gala concerts that people can attend at nighttime as well, which always have you know, a very special atmosphere and a certain flavour and characteristic to each one of them. All of the details are laid out very clearly on the festival website, which as always is corkchoral.ie, but also across all the social media platforms. And I know it's been beautifully colour coordinated this year, so people can choose whether they're going to go to a gala concert or a church concert or maybe hit one of the fringe festivals. Let's start by talking about some of the concerts that people can attend this year. And let's begin with the big opening gala concert, which is always a very special one because it kind of sets down a a real sense of announcement. We have begun and you've gone in a very different direction with it this year. Something about which I'm really excited. But it's it's a real statement of investment in the future of the festival with this opening gala. Yeah, I think so. So we've not just halved the age of most of the performers, but possibly even quartered it because in the, well, in the second half, we'll have 300 Cork school children on stage singing in the first half 
there's the Irish Youth Choir conducted by Bernie Sherlock. So everyone's under the age of 18 on stage on the Wednesday night, Wednesday the 26th of April, this Wednesday. And, you know, so many people would be familiar with choir singing in school. I think it's one of our favourite memories for those of us who were ever lucky or fortunate enough to, to do that. But to have the opening gala concert be a pure celebration of youth choirs and the voices of young people is a real statement about the the joy and I suppose the audience and the choral participants of the future as well. And they're getting to sing not just pieces that would be in their own choral repertoire, but specially composed music for the opening gala. Yes, that's right. So I have written the piece for those 300 children to (laughs) sing and it's called Nonsense Songs. There are six songs lasting about 25 minutes. So, yeah, they've been rehearsing with me for several months now. I've been going into their schools uh, individually, teaching them those those six songs. So that's really exciting. Hugely exciting. And how much of a chance have they had to sing together already as a, as a 300? We've had two combined rehearsals wow. so far. And then first thing tomorrow <laughs> morning, there'll be another one. And then on Tuesday morning, there'll be another one a as dress well. Rehearsal. What was yeah. the first one together like? Did it just blow their minds? I think so. I think, you know, I, I had told them that there were other schools involved, but of course, you don't necessarily realise what that will look like and, 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 and you know, until you meet them. Uh, so I think they were a little bit surprised and suddenly I, I was getting questions about who the other schools were and, and, and all this sort of thing. And, and they were surprised that I went to other schools as well. I didn't just go into them for half yes. an hour a week. <laughs> How special is it for you, though, that, you know, you have this gathering of young voices and and music that you've composed for them, knowing them and, you know, envisaging them performing it? Yeah, it's really, obviously, as a composer, it's really exciting to to hear your your music being performed. And and it's such a, a great sound to have so many young voices all coming together as well. And the, the pieces are, sometimes they're all singing the same thing in unison. Sometimes they go into two parts. And one of the songs, it, it actually goes into, into four parts. It's a four-part canon. When all of that comes together, you can do four parts within one school, but that's much more exciting when you've got four parts with 300 children doing it. Incredible. And I'd say the sound is going to be something else. And that is, of course, the celebration of the opening gala concert, which will be on Wednesday night. A very, very special celebration of the youth of Cork. And the, like I said, not just the future choral participants in various choirs, but the audience of the choral festival in future. You know, quite often we, we talk about how you have orchestral concerts in various venues around the place. And if children aren't exposed to orchestral music when they're young, you can't suddenly expect them to turn on a switch and be a lover of orchestral music as adults. You know, it doesn't come to everybody. So if you lead them along that and give them that gift when they're children, they will be the audiences of the future as well. But we have so many other gala concerts to tell people about. For example, the concert which is taking place in the Cathedral of St. Mary and St. Anne, (coughs) the North Cathedral, (laughs) we're talking about this morning, is the gala concert on Thursday night. Tell us about this one. That's right. So that's a group from the UK called Jesualdo Six. That's an all-male ensemble, and they're singing a whole, a whole variety of, of, of different pieces, 16th-century music and 21st-century music. Uh, Jesualdo was an Italian composer from the, the 16th century, so I th- they're um, obviously they're, they based their name on, on, on that composer, and they're singing one piece by Jesualdo, but, but there's a whole range of different pieces that, that they're singing.
And they are such a versatile group, you know, they perform as trios, as quartets, as well as the six of them together as well. So they have a great sound and I've seen them performing. In fact, I was looking at various recordings of them over the course of the last week. They popped up in cathedrals, they popped up in various choral concert settings, they popped up in car parks. (laughs) I've seen them singing everywhere. They seem like a great bunch. They are, yeah. So they're doing a workshop for us as well on the Thursday afternoon. We have a, a choral conducting session with, with with some students and they're coming to to work with them on the Thursday afternoon before that evening concert. So that's really exciting as well. Yeah, because the education strand of the Choral Festival is always really important, not just in terms of involving schools, choirs, but actually the kind of events you programme to facilitate the development of choral practice as well, isn't it? It's a very important strand. It is, uh, uh, yes. So so we've, we've got sessions on vocal health techniques for relaxed choral singing. That's led by Paula Flanagan uh, on Saturday afternoon and then another session with Virginia Kerr who's a professor of singing at the Royal Irish Academy and that's called Wellbeing for Choral Conductors and Singers. So that's really important and then the choral conducting workshop with those students will take place on the Friday morning and that's with Chamber Choir Ireland. So those conducting students get to work with with some members of Chamber Choir Ireland and perfect their techniques. Mm. That's a really great experience for them. I had my thyroid removed about 10 years ago and definitely one of the things that affected me afterwards and I would have loved a workshop like the one Orla Flanagan is doing. She's doing one on body, breath and voice. Vocal health is something quite a lot of people take for granted, you know. There's also another fantastic workshop with Mary Shorten, who is doing the Alexander Technique Workshop. And even as I say that now, I'm straightening myself in the chair and watching my posture a little bit. So it's really worth looking up the programme, as we said, in corkcoral.ie for that strand, which is hugely important because you will have some people who are dedicated choral singers or choral leaders or conductors who will always be watching out every year for courses that the festival will facilitate for them. But for, you know, people who might unexpectedly not know about those sort of things. For example, the Alexander Technique Workshop with Mary Shorten is in the Millennium Hall of City Hall and it's free, you know, next Thursday, which is Quite extraordinary to have something like that at quarter past four in the afternoon, something that so many people would benefit from. If you sit in a chair all day in an office, you don't have to have been a choir to benefit from, you know, having a workshop in the Alexander Technique and what a great way to interact with the festival as well. But one of the very special events that's taking place in that strand is the Meet the Composer event. And this is one that would be of huge interest to lots of people who have a, a, a deep interest in choral singing. Tell us about this composer who's coming to Cork. Yeah, so he's from Finland and he's called Jako Mantijärvi and he's probably Finland's best known composer, certainly of choral music. So we're delighted that he's coming to the festival this year. He's bringing his choir and they're called Freya, Chamber Choir Freya, and they're performing the late night concert on Friday night in St. Finbar's Cathedral and then on the Saturday morning He's talking about his work as a composer and about Finnish music in general. So we're really delighted that he's coming to to Cork this year. It is exciting. And I know you've mentioned Finland. We are, of course, looking at various choirs coming from so many different countries. Actually, what countries are they coming from? Because, you know, as people wander down Oliver Plunkett Street or they happen to be strolling across down the Mall, particular paths 
between City Hall and the Clayton Hotel and the various cathedrals. Wherever you go, you sort of will bump into choirs. And one of the things I love about that, of course, is so many of them, when they're on tour together, it's mini holiday for the choirs who are visiting too. And even as they're wandering downtown, they can't help singing as they're walking along the street just among themselves. So where are they coming from this year? We've got choirs from Belgium, there's a youth choir coming from Canada. We have three choirs coming from Estonia alone, uh, which is really exciting. There's a choir from Lithuania, from Germany, wow. from France, from Norway. <laughs> and of course, there are se- several Irish choirs coming for the main competition, as well as lots and lots of national choirs coming for the, the national competitions. Slovenia, Portugal. I'm just looking through my program here. So many choirs. And you see, the thing about it as well is that not only can people hear them if they come to the atrium of the Clayton Hotel, where there'll be afternoons in the atrium, not only can they hear so many of those choirs in the open air on Emma Place next Saturday, weather permitting, I assume, there's going to be a big open air concert starting at uh, about half past ten in the morning, right the way up through lunchtime until about almost three o'clock, where you'll have choirs singing outside. But all the libraries are also part of a huge, enormous, wide choral trail where people can check out their local library and you never know what kind of a choir is going to be singing there or where they'll be coming from or what you'd hear. Yeah, I think almost every every city library, certainly in Cork, has got a choir singing at some point during during the weekend. I can't promise they're, they're going to be in the libraries the entire time because presumably some of the work that libraries do is, 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 is silent. So... <laughs> <laughs> you know, the odd, the odd little burst of song will always be forgiven. And our libraries are such amazing centres of culture, not just the silent reading part, it has to be said. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to return to some of those big gala concerts because there's always a very special celebration, for example, with Chamber Choir Ireland. And I know that St. Finbar's Cathedral and St. Coman's Cathedral are hosting some very special concerts as well. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back after these.
the sound there of Voci Nuove Chamber Choir from Cork recorded for one of the previous choral festival recordings and what a great collection there is down through the years of choirs that have been recorded at so many festivals. We are of course marking the fact that this year is the 68th Cork International Choral Festival and Cork's 96FM are once again proud media partners for that. We are celebrating that if you go into corkchoral.ie you will see the entire programme of performances, gala concerts, free concerts, fringe events and gala events and fun for all the family. You mentioned, of course, earlier on, we're joined in studio by Peter Stobart, the director of the festival, that Cove has a sort of a, a fringe festival this year, doesn't it, Peter? So there's uh, almost an entire little festival of its own happening in Cove. That's right. Yeah, we did that last year for the first time and we're back this year as it worked so well. So on Saturday and Sunday afternoons, you can wander into the Commodore Hotel or into the train station there. And I think on the bandstand as well, weather permitting, you'll find choirs singing on, a, on, on, on rotation in those venues. And then, of course, in St. Coleman's Cathedral, there's a, a lunchtime recital by the Palestrina Choir from Dublin on, on Saturday. Really exciting that they're coming down, actually, for the first time, I think. They're celebrating 100 years of, of, of singing That's in, really gorgeous, in St. Mary's yeah. Pro Cathedral in Dublin. So, so they're coming to Cork to do that, which is great. Now, seeing as you've mentioned cathedrals, we're going to come back to the Friday night of the festival, which is always a very special night in St. Finbar's Cathedral. And there are not just one, there are two special concerts in St. Finbar's Cathedral this coming Friday night. Chamber Choir Ireland always come and it's a a highly anticipated highlight of lots of people's calendars. That concert this year will be at half past seven and a beautiful programme of music. Yeah, and that's conducted by the the regular conductor of the BBC Singers this year, Sophie Genin. Lots of French music, Swedish music in in, in that programme as well, as well as the the winning piece from our competition, the Sean O'Reader competition. And that's won this year by Laura Hennigan. Help me with the pronunciation <laughs> of the I know. title. It's called Driacht Nefariga, which would be the magic of the sea. So that sounds like it would be gorgeous choral arrangement. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're all looking forward to hearing that for the very first time. And there's another world premiere as well by Irish composer Anya Mallon. It's just called New Commission in, in, in our programme here. So we're waiting to see what that will sound like as well. It's always a really special concert, though, from Chamber Choir Ireland because, you know, the opportunities to hear new music, especially commissioned music, is, you know, those opportunities are often quite rare. So this is one of the occasions where it is always celebrated and given its wonderful showcase of having Chamber Choir Ireland be the group to premiere the music. But then the late night concert on Friday night is also in St. Finbar's Cathedral. And it is that composer you were telling us earlier on from from Finland. From Finland, Jaco Mantijevi. Yeah, that's at 10 o'clock in St. Finbar's Cathedral. So he's he's, uh, bringing his own choir Chamber Choir C.C. Freya from Finland and he's performing uh, about half the programme is his own pieces. He's got a piece called Christmas Eve 1913 and another piece called Stephen Was a Stable Boy. So some of it is obviously in, in English rather than, well it seems mostly to be English texts and then other other music from, from around the world in, including some Finnish, Finnish music. When you come on to Saturday, Saturday is sort of one of the biggest days in the choral calendar in Ireland because of the fact that it is 
a hugely competitive day for choirs from all over the country and all over the world. This is what so many of the choirs have earmarked and made their mission for travelling to Ireland because they are taking part in the Fleischmann International Choral Competitions. So many different competitions actually in the festival always. Every year you have the Choir of the Year and you have the Workplace Choir and there's the Light Jazz and Popular Music Choir and there's all the schools competitions. So many reasons. It's it's a huge day in the festival, isn't it? It is on that Saturday, yeah. And we've got 11... Uh, international choirs participating in the Fleischmann Trophy competition. So it's, wow. it's running over two sessions. There's an afternoon session at three o'clock and then eight o'clock on Saturday evening, both in City Hall. That's going to be an amazing, amazing day. And one of the things I know that people love, of course, then, is when you come to the gala concerts, if you like. The closing gala concert on Sunday is a really big event because it's a celebration of the winners of the various competitions, as well as this gorgeous celebration of all the various choirs that have travelled to Cork for it. Yeah, and it's because the competitions are over by then, it's also an opportunity for the choirs to finally enjoy themselves. The pressure is off, as it were. <laughs> but the, the quality, of course, is still in, incredibly high. But by, by Sunday evening, everything's over. Uh, so, so that's the last event of, of the festival. So that's always a really fun event as well. If people follow the Choral Festival on the various social media platforms, I have to say um, the colour coordination for all of the various concerts this year is super helpful. You know, if people are interested in competitions, well then all they have to do is look for the blue updates. If people are interested in the education ones, they're all highlighted in green. All the gala concerts are highlighted in a purple. But there's another great thread that you have is choirs at this year. So, for example, it highlights all the different locations that people can go to to hear choral music from the various churches and cathedrals that we've mentioned to places people mightn't expect, like the Goldie Chapel in Nanonagel Place or um, the Sirius Arts Centre, I know, is hosting choirs as well. You have Christchurch and all the various cathedrals, the Freemasons Hall. There's a concert there on Friday morning at 11 o'clock. The School of Music is hosting a great concert with Guys and Dolls, which is going to be such fun next Saturday in the afternoon. So there really is a great spread of locations and venues and the nature of choral music happening right throughout the festival. And I know there's a great committee behind the whole thing as well, Peter. I mean, the team inside in the office must, you know, by the time you come to this week, the bulk of the work is done. Now you're sort of chaperoning and doing all the logistics, but all the planning is is in place. Everything is is ready to go. Hopefully, at this stage, we are we are pretty much ready to go. Absolutely, and it's not it's not just the team in the office. At this stage, we we hand over to our volunteers. We have a, a, a great base of volunteers who are, as you say, doing the chaperoning and 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 uh, managing each of the venues where. Uh, the concerts are being held. So always, always great thanks to them for their dedication as well. And of course, if you want to be a volunteer, just drop us an email. We're always, always looking for more helpers. Yeah, because helpers are needed, I suppose, just to help guide the choirs around the place, but also, you know, manage and steward and man the doors at the various events and, uh, in the concert hall, in City Hall, at the various churches and everything. And of course also to welcome uh, our, our guests to Cork, uh, our guests from, from around Ireland, but of course also our international guests. We need, we need to give them the best of Cork welcomes. Absolutely.
Absolutely. I mean, for you yourself, once it gets going, I know you have a couple of very busy days ahead of you now, doing the final rehearsals for the opening gala concert, musically ahead of you. But then once it gets up and running, like you really, you know, look amazing in your three-piece suit and just so smart. And listeners, if I could convey to you the style that is sitting across the, the table from me here, I'm decidedly underdressed. But, you know, a, a pair of runners underneath the suit, Peter, to kind of jog from venue to venue would be handy. <laughs> I, I tend to spend most of my week in City Hall listening to the competitions, actually, yeah. which is great because it, it means I hear almost everybody at, at some point as, as they come through come through City Hall and uh, give their best on the, on the stage there. I mean, you're looking very nice yourself, Henry. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to take all the credit here. <laughs> We're casual, dressed down Sunday on this side of the desk, I have to say. But Peter, you know, for you and for the entire team, it is a joy. Like Every single year, the Choral Festival is just such a swell of good humour and an uplift, you know, to anyone who happens to encounter it on the most casual of basis to those who are dedicated and will never miss the gala concerts or the cathedral concerts or the competitions or the closing gala or who will travel to their library or look up the programme or follow it on Facebook and keep going on Twitter and Instagram and, you know, there's so many ways for people to interact with the festival and it really is an uplift but, like I said, you tend to herald the start of the summer so congratulations to you and to the entire team once again. Thank you very much, and thank you, of course, to 96FM for their continuing support. We're very grateful. And can we just remind people, and this is your last call now, by the way, if you would like to win a festival pass, we will send you a festival pass where you can go to every single concert if you wish to set aside or pick and choose between the various galas and cathedral and church concerts that you would like to go to. All you have to do is text or WhatsApp me to 0833-969696 and answer the following question. All the details, of course, are on corkcoral.ie, by the way. But the Cathedral of St. Mary and St. Anne is more popularly known in Cork by which name? We're going to be back after these. Cork's 96FM and C103. The Arts House. With Griffin's Potatoes. Planted, picked and produced in Cork. Griffin's Potatoes. The great taste of home.
Wallace sound. That is a choir. I'm going to try pronouncing their name. Riskerska Choir. And that particular track by Moses Hogan called Hold On. And they're from Sweden. What a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant piece of music. And so many amazing choirs coming with various sounds from pure church choral music to folk music from various countries all over Europe and the world to jazz, popular music. Incredible selection. So delighted with that. And my thanks indeed to Peter Stobert, Director of the Cork International Choral Festival for joining us in studio this morning. Now then, while I am battling...